mouth breather. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey, Pat. Is that yeah, you? It's me. It's, Over there? It's me right here. Dude. And I got Jimmy here. We got a, our special guest tonight, Brady Potts. And uh, I just want to let everybody know tonight's a very special episode. It's a so crossover. Special. Cross crossover episode for all you people listening. It's uh, they're gonna be the Mouth Breather podcast and Brady's uh, Chai Beer Guy podcast. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, oh, love it. I love when you I'm correct. It. You nailed it. Those those whole three words. You got it. Yeah. dude, you were so good. So uh, for everybody listening, uh, he's gonna have a video uh, regarding this uh, sometime. Well, actually, an audio. This is audio only. Well, yeah, we. You know what? Already fucked it up. It's we fine, might have man. to start over. No, I'm just kidding. Take two. Take 307. <laughs> and cut. Bang the gavel. Yeah, He's got right. the gavel. Somebody? Uh, yeah, it's right. The the guy, the uh, Mark. And uh, it's like take 307. I forgot what those are called. Yeah, the black and white things. With... Yeah, but they're called something. I totally forgot. But I used to. Right. Do you know why they use those? For editing. Yeah. I need, yeah, I watch DVD. I watch DVD commentaries. I, I've seen. Uh, I've owned a Blu-ray once or twice in my day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, it's going to be a crossover episode, so this content will be available with Brady on his channel uh, in the near future. So uh, right around the same time we post it, so it's, just you can find it on Spotify. Spotify under what do you? What do people have to search? It, it would be Shy Beer Guy. So it's C H I is in Chicago. Guy. Not I'm shy. It's C H I is in Chicago. He's not shy. I'm really he's shy, and shy. I'm on a podcast right now talking, even though I'm shy. Yeah, I'll just shut up now. No, you're, <laughs> you're great. Fine. You know, you got to do be, a lot I'll more talking. I'll be so, shy. yeah. Uh, no, welcome. Uh, well, so now that's out of the way, uh, welcome to uh, the Mouth Breather Podcast slash your own show. Honestly, I've never been in a podcast setting like this. It's pretty uh, wow, pretty awesome. You know, it's funny. This is like kind of all we know. So it's like I'm sure if we go on another podcast, it's going to be like vastly different. And then oh, sure, we're going to be like, oh, well, we normally just like chill, like how, how we would normally chill out, but just mics in front of us, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, I hear so. No, I'm sorry. Go this ahead. is this is my idea. We'll run through it for the people out there, and then we'll get it going, just for the sake of progress. Otherwise, we're gonna sit here and banter back and forth for hours. I could already see it happening. <laughs> totally. Um. So the way I like to do my live reviews is I I basically tell the folks out there what I think about a beer based on a handful of different categories: color, clarity, head retention, uh, overall flavor profiles, the hot presence in the beer, the body, and the mouthfeel. So we don't have to go over all that. You guys can give me your uh, thoughts in a, nu- in a nutshell, and we can kind of just banter in between each beer. Um, I'm down. That but- sounds good. Yeah, we'll do a beer. Yeah. The flavors, and then we'll maybe ask you a question. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Take a little deep just, dive. Just fly by the seat of our pants today. I See lo- how it goes. I, yeah. love, I love making my pants fly. That's how, That's how. Uh, what's his name? Was it Bob Hope? Ended up with all those kids Bob flying Hope, by the seat yeah. of his pants? Wasn't Was that a- right? Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Sean Kemp. I'm sorry, Sean, Sean, yeah, Kemp. Sean Kemp, the former yes. basketball player. There you go. Anyway, uh, this is the lineup for today, guys. This is the lineup. You can't see the beers here, but uh, we've got uh, three beers here from the Bitter Pops Advent Calendar box, which is a box full of beers with mystery beers in it, labeled uh, one through twenty-four, starting in December. It's Love from it. Bitter Pops Bottle Shop in uh, Lincoln Park in Chicago. Very cool craft beer bottle shop. They've got a tap room in the back. Super cool people there a uh, really cool place to visit so um they blessed me with an advent box to show people what it was about so that that's uh kind of what i'm doing here um right now i'm on day eight i'm catching up with day eight day nine and this would be day 10 
so, or I'm sorry, seven, eight, and nine. Excuse me, seven, eight, nine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right on. In, in case you didn't know, seven, eight, nine. So is that when you were talking about we were earlier before the mics were hot? We were talking about order. And like, is there a specific order we're gonna do? And right. You had mentioned we're gonna do it in a different order. Is it because of the advent calendar order? Correct. Oh, yes, because of Jesus. So the normal, <laughs> the normal. <laughs> it's because he told me. He told me. <laughs> he up told on that me. Cross in my, in my sleep. <laughs> We find out. <laughs> he, he's, he's being so the normal order, the <laughs> no, <laughs> normal order would be this uh, German style pilsner from Spiteful. This is what we have. It's a. It's called Schadenfroh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm definitely not German. <laughs> don't ask me. Yeah. Good. So German style pilsner, nice light, easy beer, and then we would migrate to a uh, coffee blondale by Oddside. It's called Bean Flicker. Okay. Great. Which is a great name for a beer. Oh, yeah. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one uh, from the Bitter Pop- Bitter Pops Advent Calendar box is uh, from Sketchbook Brewing Company. It's Festral. It's a black rye saison, so a little bit darker. Okay. Uh, Going to have some kind of funky flavors in there. And these are all brewed specifically for the Bitter Pops Advent Calendar box for the most part, um, which is really cool. You see the logo there on the back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the last treat that we have is i'm sure you guys haven't had before hot butcher i brought you a little treat hot butcher makes the best ipas in chicago right now they were also voted number five by accredited uh craft beer magazine in the entire nation for that ipa category so cool um so i brought the sands with me which is actually an american pale ale but close enough to the style of beers that they make um citra mosaic in sabro hopped if you've never had sabro hops i've never I i will tell you about that a little bit later sure but First one we're going to crack open, and then we'll get uh, our banter under the way. Is, yeah, sure. Uh, Sketchbook Brewing Company. They're out of Evanston, Illinois. And again, this is Thestral Black Rye Saison. So, Sweet. So we're going in a very peculiar order, and it might mess up your taste buds quite a bit. Um, but <laughs> mess okay. me up, home dog. It's too bad we don't have like a sherbet to do the palate cleanse or something, you know? <laughs> or just ginger or something. No, but I'm excited. So, um, if you guys give it a whiff, the way I do it is, uh, okay. obviously you check out the color, the way the head, uh, kind of, uh, dissipates there at the top. I poured it real strong. So had about three pinkies worth of head retention, which is equates to like three inches. Okay. Okay. And then you just bring it up to your nose and honestly, whatever it is that you smell is correct. If anybody tells you that you're wrong, you're not wrong. It's just about placing the right words. You, It might be correct whatever it is that you smell. Hypothetically speaking, let's say you smell black licorice. Okay. I don't know if you actually do or not, but it might be something else that you're trying to put your your nose on, yeah. but it's similar enough. So, Pat, what do you smell? Oh, man, I'm not good at this. Um, it's... I don't know. I, I, I've never smelled beer this intensely before. Right. <laughs> Because, like, I, what this smells like is, like, so I brewed before. Okay. And Home this, brew? yeah, this smells like just, like, the, like, the grains. Like, it's, okay. it's got, like, a grainy smell, like, yeah. not in a bad way. You're here. 100% right. I would, I would agree with you, actually. Yeah. Very grainy cool. smell. Yeah, Pat. Grainy, like, grains? Yeah, no, like, no, like, like old people, like, so, granny. Pat? See yeah. if you can give that a whiff. Does it does it smell like honestly? Does it smell like grains to you? And what I want you to do is what? smell smell yeah. it through your nose, and I want you to breathe and kind of like taste, like smack your tongue a little bit when you breathe out. 
I don't know, man. Yeah. No, I got a weird nose. My nose bleeds like every other day. <laughs> it smells like blood. <laughs> it smells like pennies. Is, is it all the cocaine? The, cac- the cocaine. Don't do cocaine. But uh, no, it's. I don't know. It smells like warm candy. Okay. Warm candy. That's, Interesting. That's fair. That's, that's a new one, actually. It's like. Was, let me see if I get a. It smells like so. Grainy is actually right, dude. I want to drink. All right, this go ahead, so drink it, bad. drink it. Yeah, let's drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, cheers. Lord knows cheers. I can't smell cheers. it. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So what I was gonna say, my uh, notes from the aroma was a little bit of banana, and Grainy was really nice actually, as well. Yeah. You say banana, and I like, immediately tasted banana. Yeah. That's nuts. So it actually does translate to the flavor profiles as well. Um, this is what you'd call a maltier, maltier style beer, and that's what you were catching on the aroma. Those those grains, it's typically like a Munich-style malt. It tastes, yeah. it tastes like Munich-style, which comes from Munich itself. It's a very traditional-style malt. A lot of brewer, German brewers use it. Oktoberfest use a lot of Munich malts. That's what makes them so damn you know, good. I was actually going to bring that up. This I this beer tastes very Oktoberfesty. You know, it I'm does. Saying? It yeah. tastes like a it fall does. winter like beer. Fall, yeah, it's 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 not heavy. It's definitely not light though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's a medium body. So saisons are typically like a more funkier style. They're made with very, ex, um, you know, either a lot of experimental or funky type uh, yeast strains. Okay, so that gives it that kind of banana-y esters, those a um, little bit of clove you might smell. Okay. Um, very German-esque. You'll typically get it with like a Hackershore, right? What is a, what? a Hackershore? It sounds you like a ha- murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> he no, killed old man. You've never had a Hackershore before. A Hackershore. <laughs> Hackershore. You've never had a Hackershore? Uh, yeah, I, I know. It's, what is it? It's a beer. It's a German-style Hefeweizen. So have you ever had like a blue moon, for example? That's I not, have had a blue moon. So it's not German style, but it's a um, a half of Eisen is the German version of a wheat beer. So it's like the German version of a, a blue moon, for example. So anyway, reeling back. Uh, Saisons are very yeasty, kind of funky. That's where you get that banana from. And it's all, also made with rye um, and, and Munich style malts. Obviously, it's made with rye, black rye Saison. But you sure. can definitely taste it. Yeah. Which gives it that kind of... That kind of uh, I like rye almost a lot. almost slightly cloying bitterness. Yeah, uh, not too much though. You know. Yeah, it's cool. I really like rye as well. Rye, is rye so whiskey good, for sure. Yeah, it, you're right because like I kind of like that little bit of bitterness. Like uh, I don't know. Like I'm a black coffee drinker. You know, I I like. So this is right up your alley. That kind of roasty quality is yes. what you get from. That comes from the malts. Yeah. So, can I ask you something? Yes. What uh you know you know so much, what got you started? with wanting to be like a reviewer of beer and like, um, I'll tell you exactly what happened. So the way I started, um, my, I guess likeness towards beer or my, for lack of a better term, um, observation of beer. That's the way I'll start it. That's the word I'll use was all the way back when I was a kid, you know, and I don't condone my behavior, uh, (laughs) just, just for those out there listening in case there's any younger listeners. Um, but I was about 15 years old, you know, maybe even younger when I was a a young kid, my parents used to drink craft beer. They were early adapters of, uh, Boston lager and, you know, like Sam Adams and uh, things like that line of Googles, whatever. Um, so those were like kind of inventive beers for that time, you know, 
early mid nineties, late nineties, whatever. Yeah, my and I was always had the learning kugels as, as well. Did they? Yeah, yeah, the Barry Weiss and the Summer Shandy. Yeah, Summer Shandy was a big one, and even their like original lager was, I think, was the first one that came out, or Pilsner or whatever it was. And I remember my parents bringing it home, and I remember being so enthralled by the the labeling, and that's kind of what got me into it was the marketing aspect, and that's why I love what I do now, and why I've done you know kind of naturally fallen into marketing even though at that time I didn't know that I was going to do that oh for sure so I started in yeah started in bar restaurant industry and I you know worked my way up to server bartender what have you and I just watched um pretty much everywhere honestly um I I started in corporate places I started as as early as uh, White Castle I worked at White Castle on 95th and Cicero Wow. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. I work at that men's warehouse. What, what? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Plaza Live. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I have a buddy that uh, used to work at uh, men's warehouse. We'll talk about him later. But, oh. uh, uh, oh. No, he's a good dude. He's okay, a good. good. Dude. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, like, a, oh, no. he's a very good dude. Um, yeah. Uh, so I started kind of at White Castle, worked up to TGI Fridays and Buca de Beppo, other corporate restaurants. And then I started to go mom and pop places, ended up at the Brass Tap. Okay. Dude, so yeah. th- this is where it all really I started. I wanted to play there. Yeah. If you have um, a contact, I would love to ask you afterwards. Yes. Yeah. I okay. will definitely, um, I'll, I'll definitely take care of that if, uh, as long as they have, they, they used to do it more often. No, I think they only do it on Saturdays. That's totally but, cool. uh, but yeah, people there would absolutely love your music. I know they for sure would. Um, so I started there and, um, I had always known from that point, I used to work at Chuck's Barbecue in Darien and they had a lot of Love. craft beer. Great food. Great food. So good. Dude. So, so good. good. Get gar- out of here. In the summertime, check out their garden menu. Man, he takes like garden? garden menu. He's got a garden out back and he just makes all these crazy recipes. He's got like zucchini spears, would put like chorizo and cheese and onions on it and like some oh, other things. Gosh, like Italian shit. sausage and red sauce and <laughs> mozzarella. Oh, keep talking. Yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We're sitting here drinking beer. We're going to be so hungry. Dude, what is your favorite dish from Chuck's? Oh, man. That's that's so tough, honestly, because I loved loved his whole garden menu. Like, even down to the, uh, he had like a watermelon feta salad, which was watermelon feta cheese, uh, red onion, um, mint leaves. And it was like. Dude, mint leaves are huge. Yeah. They're actually they pretty small. Every, no, they are not size huge. They're just oh. they enhance whatever they're in. Gotcha. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. See, small you know, what, you know what you're talking about. You, If you can talk about food that way, you can talk about beer that way. I'll oh, tell I know, you but I got a bad nose. I can't, like, smell shit. No, it's just about trying to, like, pick it up. If you do it enough, you can start to pick oh, up Oh, we did, things. totally. We did this when I was at Starbucks. It, talked, it was about, like, enhancing your coffee passport because they have these world coffees and where, like, they got the beans from and what sections of the earth like the earth <laughs> like we're talking about starbucks the earth. <laughs> uh, where they got their beans from you know like how i think it was like mexican coffee is more chocolatey okay asian coffee is more like floral you can taste like lavender and stuff sure yeah all that uh, so that was like really cool like we do the same thing like you sniff it you put it in your mouth like you sip it but you let it yeah, sit it's, on your it's tongue. just like all the senses you know it's utilizing all your senses we we th- and again this is why i love beer is because you can utilize all your senses and um i <laughs> i kind of try to like show people that not you know like everybody can drink craft beer and enjoy it you don't have to be a total snob about it like just put yourself into it as much as you want to get out of it you know but there is some there is something to get out of it oh yeah and that's why partially why i do what i do that's awesome 
Most of the time I just drink it as fast as possible, but other times I do like to know like what went into this to make it like yeah. a craft beer, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, it truly is craft. It's really cool, honestly. A lot of a lot of these brewers work really 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 hard. I mean, brewing is not it's not an easy thing. It's a lot of uh it's actually a lot of cleaning. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. Eighty percent, 85% cleaning. 85% cleaning, 90% cleaning even. And, it, you know, it's obviously worth it. It's a dream-type job for a lot of people because it's like taking a blank canvas and being able to do whatever the fuck you want with it, um, which is cool. You see a lot of crazy beers out there with, like, marshmallows and chocolate and chili peppers and, you know, fucking leather shoes and all sorts leather of shit. Yeah. No, that's a joke. Nobody's There's ever done that. There's brewed inside a yet. leather shoe from a homeless man. I would not be surprised. For 25 like years. You ever hear like wine connoisseurs say that they're drinking it like a red yeah. and they're like, mm, tastes like old leather shoe. You know, like, <laughs> like, I don't like, well, like the weirdest one is like, so I once, uh, was dating someone who worked at Cooper's Hawk and then like one of the, one of like the, like the flavor palette, like options of like what this tastes like was tobacco, mm-hmm. like it has a tobacco flavor. And it's like, would they mean like smoky? Or yeah, like- no, it's it it does have like a tobacco kind of like interesting i don't know it's weird but uh but yeah so like it, it, there are some weird palettes out there you know like yeah i have so. a wine story when it was done yeah what's going on i was out in colorado with my buddy jake and we were like traveling and we stayed at his aunt's house for a couple nights and she has like these two friends frank and nancy who like just made a life for them out there like they built this house out of like oak and like pine and shit like crazy like just a beautiful house and they were like wine connoisseurs, connoisseurs, connoisseur, yeah, connoisseur. Yeah. I can't see the sewer, but there's a connoisseur here. here. <laughs> uh, that's so dumb. Uh, and uh, this guy Frank was like, they would go anywhere in the world and they'd ship wine to their house, like wow. boxes of wine. It was crazy. So he's like, hey, let me show you the wine cellar. And we go downstairs, and he's got like this vault, and like opens this vault code, like a bank vault. Door opens and it's like a circular room, like it almost was like the inside of one of those redwood trees, you know. Oh, wow. It was huge. Okay. And uh, we go like me and my Jake, my my friend Jake, are like wow, like oh my gosh, like this is crazy. What do you uh, what's your favorite wine, Frank? He goes, he like takes one of like the bottles and he he like flips in his hand and catches. He goes, <laughs> if it's red and it comes in a glass. <laughs> and <we're> like, like, <laughs> what? And it was like this uh, 2003 Napa awesome. Valley, and it, this was like two years ago. So like, it's just crazy that it's like, it, it tasted so good. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you gotta like have it in the glass. You gotta swirl it a little bit, let it breathe. Yeah. You know, all that stuff is amazing. Yeah, you definitely don't let beer breathe. You want to drink that shit right away. Yeah. That oh, yeah. that's a that's definitely a major difference. Because as soon as uh, just a little fun fact for you, as soon as oxygen hits beer it immediately starts to uh get infected it takes a while it take don't get me wrong it takes a while like it would have to sit out for a while in order for it to start what's a while like 15 hours um i'm guessing you've done this before no i was planning on (laughs) i was like well very inquisitive you said well, what's a while? Like, like what? Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, What are we talking? Well, I had a party uh, like a month ago for my birthday. I mean, it was in a keg. Outside, okay. but we left the keg outside. Yeah, the keg. Yeah, if it's in a keg, then the it's keg fine. protects because the keg is still closed. Good, but a lot, I was tossing a lot of empties. I was kind of pissed. 
So, um, it was like solo cups, you know what I mean? Just fuck sure. you, everyone. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you for wasting my beer. But, uh, I mean, it tasted amazing. Like, the next day, I was, like, drinking this cold. Ice cold. I Dude, I, I got Modelo. Kegged Modelo. Okay. It was the best cerveza ever. Kegdello. Kegdello. That's Kegdello. good. I like that. The best cerveza you've had? What about beer? Uh, I mean, I love Modelo. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> Really? Okay. <laughs> so Mexican-style lager. There's actually a lot of great Mexican-style lagers out there. Have you ever heard of uh, Sound Growler in Tinley Park? Yes. No. Sound Growler kicks ass. Sound Growler's, it's cool uh, metal, like very metal, yeah. rock and roll, like hard How rock. metal? Very metal? It's, it's pretty metal. It's, it's pretty metal, yeah. We went from metal well, you know to Eric. very metal to pretty metal. <laughs> like, yeah. You know Eric? Yeah, all variations of metal. <laughs> it's really like, it's like steel. So they have a, a beer Tasty. called... <laughs> They have a beer called Tortilla Hands. It's so what? good. Dude, that would be so soft. It's, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be so soft if I had Tortilla Hands. Well, you know how tortillas already look like, like, never mind. So, um, you guys ready to move on to the next beer? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's All right, cool. I'm going to slug this, but I like to give a rating, so I'd okay. like to invite you guys to give your rating of this beer. Sure. Sure. Again, Black, what? Black Rye Saison. It's usually out of five. That's how people... A lot of people reference Untapped, the app for it. Um, okay, it's usually one to five, and you can do point like decimal points in between if you like. Okay. Um, this is what I like to do is I like to do like all things considered. So even if you didn't like it, I like to even if I didn't like it, I like, like find to something that's redeemable about it. You know, right? Um, unless it was like just god awful, like totally an awful beer, you know, and you feel that through and through to the pits of your stomach groin of your groin of your loins <laughs> of, of your loins. loins then yeah yeah by all means say that you know cool be authentic but um let's let's hear it what's it called again this is called Thestral from okay. Sketchbook Brewing Company out of Evanston it's a 10.8 percent oh. black rice saison um I was actually surprised when I peeked at it while we were doing the little banter 10.8 percent wow. is it's a lot for, 11, a, for a saison um, it's very surprisingly drinkable in my opinion for 10.8%. It's a lot, that's a lot of bang for your buck, which is something I like to consider as well. Yeah. Um, me, myself, I was pleasantly surprised by it. It wasn't overwhelmingly funky. I like, I wouldn't have called it a, a black rye Saison myself if I made the beer cause it's not very Saison E. It's more like a, um, you know, one of those off styles, like an alt beer, but a little bit more malty. And if you've never had an alt beer, that's also a German style. But anyway, um, so I'm going to give it a, I really liked it. I'm going to give it a 4.1 out of 5. Okay. Right on. Um, I was going to give it probably a 3.8. Just because I usually don't like heavier beers, but it was surprising. I do like the banana taste. I don't know if I could drink a whole can of that. To be really? honest with you, I enjoyed the amount I had. We split. We split this. What is this? Sixteen ounces. Sixteen ounces. Yeah, between three. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was tasteful. It would probably be an awesome addition on a flight. Um, okay. But uh, not. It's not what I usually go for. So I'm gonna give it. But it, it was good. Like it was. I'll give it three point eight. Cool. Okay. Fair rating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I did 5.1. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I like how I like the body of it. The smell was good. Okay. The taste is kind of like what I'm into. Like I said, it's a little bitter. I'm really into Belgians though. And this kind of reminded me a little bit of like a Belgian, like on its way to like a Belgian style. 
Um, I'm a very seasonal drinker, and so this right now fits like the season that we're in right now. So I like it I even more. Yeah. And I have a rule that if I'm gonna buy craft beer, I prefer it not to be under five percent. And for like my bang for my buck that we we're talking about, sure, this definitely blows that out of the water. So I'm gonna give it a four point eight. Wow, I dig that. Wow, that's I would. I'm point. probably going to. Man. Wow, I'm going to buy this again. You, yeah. You'd buy it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Bar is set. Now watch. I want to really, really like another beer. I'm like, um, four point eight point five. Yeah. See, you, are, you, are, you always gotta leave a little room. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But if you really, if this is, really if this, like if it. this is like a beer that you like, you would just, you would definitely go for on your own whenever you, whenever you were feeling something like it, then. Yeah, then, yeah, then, no, then that's a it. fair. Then that's a fair rating. Uh, this is the fun part now, guys. I like to reference Untapped for the people out there to see how like our ratings match up with majority of people. Okay. All right. So on Untapped, if you guys don't use it, it's what most people use to keep track of the beers they're trying. Thestral Black Rye Saison, ten point eight percent alcohol by volume, Sketchbook Brewing Company, Evanston. Out of four hundred and eighty-five check-ins, so four hundred and eighty-five reviews, the majority of people, the average of this beer, I should say, is a three point eight two. Oh, Pat, you what are up? like on the average. I told you guys. Price is right Not rules. that it's about that, but. No, it's just what most people prefer. And that tells you a little bit about. Uh, Myself? About <laughs> I just get most people. Your average. It, it, it tells you a little bit about uh, what most people are drinking, you know, um, or what they think about a style like this. You know, it's obviously for people that um, have preferences that call to something like this. You okay, know? cool. Yeah. So, let me slug yeah. this guy and we'll uh, jump onto the away. next one. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> You've made it. Fight. <laughs> yeah. Do you wish to continue? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. I put in 25 four. cents. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> right on. So we're doing it Jank uh, style, which is not rinsing out our glasses. My favorite style. It's okay. I call that city punch. City punch. <laughs> All right. I can dig that. I can dig that. So let's put this guy in the graveyard right cool. there in the yeah. center. And we'll take a picture afterwards, guys. That'd, yeah. Be, that'd yeah, be cool. I love, it. I like love nice pictures. Picture. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're jumping on to Oddside. Uh, Oddside Brewing is actually one of my favorite out-of-state breweries. I'm a big fan of supporting local breweries. Obviously, we, in case you didn't know, are the craft brewing capital of the U.S. Chicago? Chica- or in Illinois? Chica- Chicago, Illinois. Oh, okay, sweet. Nice. Um, we have Fuck you, roughly, Chicago, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I don't think there even is one. We obviously, um, or we honestly have the most breweries in uh, the entire city. I think it is Chicago itself. Uh, we've got a 191 in the metro Whoa, area. 191? In the metro area alone. Probably about 240 in the state. That is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of breweries. So we have the most breweries in the entire nation. Um, again, Oddside is out of um, Grand Haven, Michigan. Um, this Ooh. is Bean Flicker, a coffee blonde ale. Now, me, myself, I'm not a big fan of coffee beers. If I am going to have a coffee beer, it has to serve as a subtle back-end profile. I, me, I like it to be still taste like beer. I don't like to be drinking a, a glass of alcohol coffee. If I wanted I that, you. I would just have regular coffee. Yeah. So that's my preference. Like you're not alone because I, I know a lot of people like that. This is what is the percentage on this? I always like to read that first. Usually, if it wants to give it to me, I'll look it up. It's not on there. Um, all right. So this is a coffee blonde ale. Typically, you'll see coffee in um, a lot of stouts or porters because they 
call for those roasty flavors a little bit more. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's that sounds nice. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to do the same thing we did. Um, you know, sniff just it. Give it a little it. sniff. Let's take a look at it actually. Let's see. Let's let's use our uh, eye senses, our sight. The blonde sight. Uh, coffee definitely looks like a blondish drink, like a you can see through it. Yes, so we talk about the color, the clarity, and the head retention on the beer. So as soon as you pour it, you measure the head retention. I've got about a pinky and a quarter's worth, so that's about one and a quarter inch. Okay. Right? Um, now the color, I would call this a, it's a copper. Yeah. I would say a straw with a copper tint, actually. Straw oh. color with a copper tint. You know, actually, I'm color deficient. Oh my god! Are you really? <laughs> actually, I mean, I am. He but he always finds a reason to bring it up. <laughs> I actually, I am too. Oh, would you, you call it? Would you call it color deficient, like in reds and greens? Okay, so that would be the same as me with purples and blues. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, and actually, I think other colors as well. I'm think I I think I'm losing my sense of sight. When oh it comes my God, to color, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it is, I mean it is what it is. I used to have actually. I used to have friends make fun of me all the time. I had a Donald Duck hat that I wore for a fucking decade of my <laughs> life, and the eyes on the duck, the eyes on Donald, were like this hazy blue color. Yeah, and people would ask me what it was, and I'd be like. Oh, it's you know, it's like powder blue. They're like, Dude, no, what? <laughs> it's like, yellow. <laughs> no, they're like, no, it's it's off white. I'm like, what? How do you? How do I mix that up? They're like, well, I don't know. I'm like, I, am I really the color deficient one here? Yeah, yeah I know. that doesn't make any sort <laughs> of sense to felt, me. Dude. Yeah. Maybe maybe I had friends that were just really manipulative and mean, want to. To make me feel, <laughs> feel like I was inferior, but oh I don't know. Hey guys, today we're gonna make them think that white is blue. It's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you know, like God. no, because oh, I've I've heard that before though. Like it, it was really weird. It was like, okay, so it actually was blue. No, yeah, it was blue, and I they were telling me it was white, but it was actually. I had a friend tell me like years later that it was actually like a light purple. Weird. So, what's small though? I had some friends that were not the best. That, oh, yeah. That's the moral of that story, yeah, I guess. No, yeah. I guess I didn't know we were getting there. If uh, if your friends are lying to you about colors, ain't no friends at all. Two beers in, and this is a therapy session. Yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> and Sorry, when we I start charging seven. halfway through the, the podcast. <laughs> all right, so this just smells like a uh, beer to me. You know, yeah. like a light beer. I think it smells a little like. There is a, a little bit of coffee. There, a little bit little of coffee. Coffee, coffee yeah. bean. Yeah, little nice coffee of, bean. A little bit of bean. A little no, bit of nothing bean. overwhelming. It's like a roast. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Mouth breather podcast and try beer guys beer guide. Oof. Plug it. I bet we got those gulps on uh, audio like just yeah. now. I like that. Okay. So, again, this is... I'll start by saying this is what I like. You know, it's it's not too much coffee. I was going to say, like, I know what you mean. I've had other coffee beers before, and it's been, like, more coffee. And I'm just kind of like, yuck. Yeah. You know? And uh, this is, like, not bad for being a coffee beer. Like, you could taste it. But it still it tastes like a beer. Yeah. You know? There is a mild, uh, a, a mild um, bit of sweetness. 
yeah. to it. There's a little bit of sweetness, which you can get from some Blondales, depending on how they're made. But I don't know. This is very strange. I'm going to hold my opinion until the end. No, go ahead. Um, I don't know, man. This tastes like a watered-down coffee to me. Really? It does. Okay. Like, I really like the taste of coffee and like so it doesn't taste like beer to you at all no it does it definitely does but like that coffee taste i guess this is like my body too dissipated for you yeah because like my body's getting stoked that i'm like i'm drinking coffee right now because like I'm but like, it's not hitting it for you yeah like my yeah. body's like whoa whoa you're skimping hey <laughs> i want more you know like right uh the and beer, then it probably causes the reaction that this uh, is not like oh you know like yeah, yeah. okay it's a good See, I'm not a coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. Really. I love I, coffee. I love coffee. See, I, I feel like I'm the mino- minority in all of. You're the, probably the, gonna live longer because of it. To be honest with you, like. Well, I drink. I drank coffee when I was a kid because I. Oh, wait, what? Did things? How yeah, old? I'm, I'm probably like 12 years old. I don't know. I was. It definitely contributed to uh, my current height. I'll tell you that. Do you think so? Stunts no, no, I'm me. Irish as fuck. Yeah, I'm for sure. I was, I was, I was, I was born to be a leprechaun. What are you talking about? How am I all my gold? <laughs> Lucky charms and all that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I, I did things, you know, too early when I was a kid, like drinking coffee and like trying to pretend to be an adult, even though I didn't like the taste of coffee. And then by <laughs> I the time I was an actual adult, I was like, fuck no, I don't like coffee. Yeah. But also, like, my body just doesn't react to it well. Like, I, I tend to sweat when I drink coffee, for oh, real. I mean, yeah. sometimes like a me lot, too, yeah. Get, like, coffee sweats. Some people worse than others. Like, I sweat, sweat like, I perspire, for sure. I <laughs> like, aspire to perspire. I inspire, but not while I'm drinking coffee. I perspire. Precisely? Precisely. Per- I, <laughs> I was trying to do something similar. Take but, three. <laughs> um... No, so, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the rating if you want, or I, I feel like I'm stepping on your process. No, 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 no. This is this is meant because there's banter in between. Like we would, this would be a four-hour podcast if we we're going going yeah. into the deep. Because I could, I could literally pick at every little bit of this beer. Yeah, but it's nuts. Nobody does that. That's the thing. I try to keep it like at least short enough so that people can. No, for sure. You no, know, a lot of my reviews typically last like. 20 minutes 30 minutes at the most and that's if i'm talking about a beer that requires me to go into detail something like this yeah easy easy peasy either you like it or you don't kind of thing no for sure so um we'll have uh pat start actually let's go with your rating oh out of five um i'd give it i don't go out of my way for coffee beer although i like the idea of it it's good it's fine if, but I would never order one at a bar. I'd never probably pick one up at the store. So this is not something that you're like, okay, I like that. You're just like, it's okay. Well, it's like I probably would. I've had a beer at encounter before, and it's like, oh, have you? yeah, it was awesome. But like, it's probably the only scenario where I would drink one of these. It's good, but I wouldn't go out of my way for it. Um, like would, you'd rather spend your money on something you know you'll like type of thing? I'd rather spend my money on just coffee or just beer. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Uh, so you think they should remain separate in your, um, as far as your preferences? Well, go. it's like good. I don't know. It's just like, I don't. It's uh, not that it matters. It's not what we're reviewing, but it's. I feel like it plays a part in my, like, the name's cool. The can is fucking sweet, so they got me there. But um, I love the artwork on some of these beers. It's awesome. 
It's really cool. Uh, out it's of part five, of the experience, you yeah. know? Out of five, I don't know. I'll give it a 3.5. 3.5. 3.5. Okay. That's where I'll go. Okay. Okay. Um. So, like Kim. I said, I think the blondness of the ale is, like, kind of messing with me because I drink coffee beers, and normally they're, like, kind of what you said, they're porters or stouts. The lightness and, like, the almost, like, almost crispness of like the blonde ale kind of um it's it's a little more like sharp than it's a, too combative for yeah you. yeah like my brain wants to think it's something else and maybe it's because i'm ignorant um but like <laughs> <laughs> no um i so here's the thing like i the artwork is really dope i really like the artwork the can is cool it's um, not even their best either no for i mean i bet um like redeemable qualities it's it's light um which is cool it's um it's something i I could drink like almost like in the summer if i really wanted to which you uh, you cannot do with a lot of other coffee when you want it yeah when you want to taste coffee but you know something like a porter or a stout is going to be too heavy yeah when it's like 85 degrees outside i have to get this on audio (laughs) (laughs) I always record burps. You got to do it. Oh, we used to. We used to. Unfor- Is it too grotesque? No, just a, we. we <laughs> Cavemanish, but I'm we know so, we're drinking beer. It's called the Mouth Breather Podcast. <laughs> God damn it. That is hilarious. I oh, love man. it. Um, I'm going to rate this a. I'm going to rate it like a 2.8. Oh, Jimmy's going low wow. ball tonight. A little bit. It's just, low. it was just it's like, too abrasive I'm me. like, you know. All right, let's jump on to Untapped. See what what most, about you? Let's see what most people had to say. I will, yeah, I'll jump into it before okay. I do that. Yes. Okay. Um, this is the kind of thing that I like. Wouldn't go out of my way for it. Like you said, I'm not a big fan of coffee. I'll drink it. So the only time I welcome coffee flavors is if it's accompanied by another adjunct flavor. So, um, in the beer world, so you guys know, uh, the styles of beers, if it says it has a flavor to it or any sort of thing like that, it's called an adjunct. So I like coffee as an additive or an adjunct when it's accompanied by another adjunct, but only if the coffee remains as a subtle back-end profile and not the dominant profile. Oh, yeah, you, know you said that before we drank it. Right, so I'm kind just, of, but he's he's getting more science. Well, the back end, like you mean, like if it's accompanied by like another flavor in the beer, correct, like marshmallow. Yeah. So not just coffee and beer, but like coffee, cocoa beer. Right, because beer is not a flavor. Beer's a, a you know, beer's just beer. Because like there's a base, different, there's different of. styles of beer. Oh, I bet you there's flavors. like jelly beans out there with like beer flavor. Yeah, there's I'm also, just kidding. There's, I'm also, just, there's also booger flavor too. <laughs> are gonna, are, I mean. That the word that's like apples and oranges, you know. Booger is my favorite adjunct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> nothing like a good beer and a booger. A beer and a booger. <laughs> Here, one sec. Oh, oh god! I'm just fucking kidding. So, uh, I'll, I'll I'll just jump into it. I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a three point three out of five. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's all I could give it. Um, again, that's not. I mean, I'm not going to go into why, but Oddside Ales, uh, out of yeah. Grand Haven, Michigan, Bean Flicker. So far, it's the best name for sure. Four point five percent alcohol by volume. Wow. 
um, out of 34,000 check-ins. Dang. Which makes more sense because Sketchbook is only in Chicago. Oddside distributes, you know, pretty much everywhere in Illinois and beyond, you know, in the Midwest, all throughout the Midwest. Um, 34,000 check-ins. The average number is, or rating, is 3.8. So that was higher than any of us. Yeah. What what did you give it again, Pat? 3.5. Okay. Pat Pat is, if this is Price is Right rules, Pat is, I think, winning. Like, he's, like, closest every time. Should we do that? We don't have to do that. Oh, oh my God, that would be the coolest idea for another uh, podcast is if we I brought over some beers and the winner would get a prize. Yeah, like a game. I love games. Love Price games. is right. <laughs> Price is right with the rating. All right. Is right. All right. Cool. All right. So we didn't have much banter in between that. That's okay. That was we'll we'll pour the, the next one. This next one is very basic, so we can do some banter in between. It won't, you know, it won't be too bad to sure. sit on it for a while. I love sitting. I love Onnets <laughs> for a while. So, while I ask you why you pour this, um, how long have you been chai beer guy? How many years? Um, oh shit, that's a good question. Um, I believe I started in January of 2018. Oh, really? So this is pretty recent. I guess. I mean, if you call two years, it's coming up on two years. Uh, if you call that recent, yeah. Uh, recently, I've I've kind of uh, fallen off on a lot of my posting um, due to my job. Now I work in distribution, so that takes up a lot of my time. Um, I hear that. In addition to other life events, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I coming up on two years. Um, been a hell of a ride and you know a lot of ups and downs um but i wouldn't want to do anything else honestly i i love doing this stuff i like breaking stigmas in beer for sure you know like i've actually turned a lot of non-craft beer drinkers onto craft beer like a lot uh which is something which is something prideful for me because um it gives those brewers the opportunity to have more customers and for them to decide for themselves, you know, what they really like as long as they're educated on it and not shamed for, you know, any sort of questions I've watched. I've, I mean, I've watched in, in other craft beer bars and breweries, even, um, you know, staff members or other, uh, customers, you know, kind of shame people that are new to the scene for asking questions or, you know, things of that sort. And it's like, why would you ever want to do that? That's not that. First of all, that doesn't exemplify the community because everybody's like, that's another thing about what I like about the beer community is everybody's so communal, man. Like everybody is really fucking cool down to collaborate on things. Like it's very, um, you know, like if I were to pass your number off to a handful of uh, breweries that I guarantee they'd probably call you to have you play a show there or something like that. Right. You know, it's like, that sort of thing where they're willing to like give anybody and everybody a chance because that's all the beer community is about. It's, awesome. it's about to, togetherness, you know, and even other, it's not very competitive between brewers. You think it would be with all the breweries that are in Chicago, but all these brewers are collaborating on beers. So they put like their own name on each other's beers and they like release them and I feel like they, have they to trade that, secrets. You know? Like I feel like, like from the marketing standpoint, yeah, people want to see like how they come together and make something, yeah. which is cool. No one wants to pick sides, you know. Right, right, exactly. Um, but it's so, 
it's so new age the way that business is done in the beer industry that you know like it's it's almost unfathomable because if you think about like corporate business right mm-hmm. it's like dog eat dog you know yeah it's like cutthroat I'll st- cutthroat I'll step on you to you know go wherever I need to go you know type of thing but this is not really it there's a couple out there that probably do that but most of the brewers in the community are willing to just they trade secrets you know their best secrets you know but i mean that's that's honestly one of the best things about the industry it's a really cool thing to watch oh yeah that's yeah. awesome man that, that is awesome one off on a tangent there yeah no, 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 tangents good. are good love it what's up breaking this beer though what, what do we got uh all right so this is uh schadenfroh i don't know if i pronounced that schadenfroh schadenfroh uh, German style pilsner by Spiteful. Spiteful is out of Chicago. Um, they're on the north side of Chicago, around Balmoral Avenue, I believe. What, what avenue? Balmoral. Never even heard north, of that. It's north, way north of Chicago. Way, 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 way north. North of like Montrose. It's Beach? actually right near um, Half Acre, which is on Balmoral. So I'm not even sure if um, Spiteful like is on Balmoral. I just know that it's near it. And it's not on the can here. Um, Anyway, I've had their beer before, though. It, they're spiteful. Good. Oh yeah, they always pump out good beer. Um, a lot. Of, they do like the lager, and they do some other things like IPAs and such. Um, this is a German style pilsner, so you're gonna get with this, and I'm gonna predict it for you guys because this is very. That's usually the same recipe no matter who's making it. Um, you get that. Obviously, it's very clear, heady. It looks yeah. like a normal beer. It looks like something you drink on a regular like basis. Beer. Right. Yeah. Right. So when you taste it, you're going to get a little bit of bone dry characteristic that kind of carries you all the way through, but you'll get a lot of a slight, actually a slight bit of that malty flavor, that kind of biscuity sweetness, you know what I'm saying? But not, not an biscuits, but not an overwhelming. Yeah. Glazed biscuits, buttered biscuits. That was my nickname in high school. Sweet biscuit. Come here, sweet biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Glazed biscuit. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God, Jesus. Yeah, I'll tell you guys a story. I went fishing. I went fishing with uh, uh, all of my uncles, my dad, and my grandfather before he passed away. God rest his soul. Great guy. Great guy. Um, And this was one of the best trips ever. We went up to uh, Kentucky, or excuse me, uh, Wisconsin. We went to a lake called Yellow Lake, and we used to do musky fishing, all of us. Nice. And we're on the way up, and we stop at a gas station. I'm sure you've seen it if you've ever done some extended traveling. Gas station called Come and Go. And we're <gasps> yeah. walking. We're walking by, or we're driving by, and uh, uh, one of my uncles, I believe, says, "Hey, that's called Come and Go." And uh, my other uncle says, yeah, that was my porn name in college. <laughs> Come and go. <laughs> when he was all done, he came and went. <laughs> That's right. Dude, that'd be so funny if there was come and goes and there's like also come and went. <laughs> <laughs> Just empty. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I don't know how I got into that. Sweet biscuits. That's how. Dude, that's awesome. But, biscuits, anyway, we'll jump into this. So cheers, yeah, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Spiteful. Cheers to you guys. Yeah. Gotta get the sound effects, man. Yeah, the sound effects. I see what you mean. Yeah, the bone dry thing. Bone dry. It's like on the top of my tongue. It tastes like bone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Says but the it, cannibal. It, it carries you through, <laughs> and it's not overwhelmingly dry because it's still there's still um, some 
for lack of a better term, like hydration. Obviously, it's the rest of those flavors in that beer that kind of washes over your tongue. A little bit of that sweetness, kind of biscuity. And you also get those, um, oh, man. Um, I'm blanking right now because I'm starting to feel the alcohol. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a grunt. Uh. <laughs> this is for sure the Mouth Breather Podcast. Yeah, We're yeah. Here. I am the new member of the Mouth Breather Podcast. New member of Mouth Breather Podcast, oh, right? Yeah, welcome welcome to, the to the family. Welcome to the fucking club, man. <laughs> oh, man. You know, All right, it's either good or it's not. Let's go. Like, yeah, I mean, I like it. It's a beer. I mean, it, it's, it's it a beer. It tastes like a beer, man. I mean, it's what? Yeah. The difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's good. It tastes like a, it's the, probably the most regular beer we've had so far. Like, yeah, most definitely. Beer. And that's how we would normally start if we were doing this in, in the order that it should have gone. Okay. Um, obviously, to prepare your palate for these sorts of other crazy flavors to, pick up, on, to pick up on them more. Yeah. yeah. Like but, I have a feeling that if someone went to like the the brewery and they're like, "Hey, I don't drink a lot of craft beer. Do you have any Miller Lite?" It's oh like, yeah, that's the this, best. This dude. would be this would be like the beer that like be like, "Hey, like you you're probably gonna like this." And be like, "Yeah, I kind of like this." You know, like, <laughs> welcome to Sesame Street. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Bert, Ernie, stop drinking. <laughs> I just can't, Bert. <laughs> um, I wish I can quit you, um, but. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I wish I can. Quit. It reminds me of uh, Crank Anchors. You ever watch yeah, that show, dude. Crank Anchors? I oh missed that show. Dude, so Dude, that much. show was so wild. I loved it. It was wild. It was awesome. I love the it. only other puppet show I've ever seen. I went. I went from Sesame Street puppets to Crank Anchors, Anchors. puppets, and I'm they're, scarred for life. They're all swearing all the time. And stuff. Yeah, doing like lines of cocaine yeah. and like <laughs> injecting I, for whatever reason this one episode stands out where they they like deep pantsed this muppet and his you know yeah. member was out his member oh his member God. was out his muppet it. was out <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking likes like an actual person a real human jacked it with a fucking needle forgot what it was for i don't remember why that sticks out but there was an episode of crank acres he jacks this dude's member with a needle and he's like oh yeah it's because oh i think he was like hitting him with like penicillin or something because yeah, he, he said probably had he had chlamydia like, right right he probably had the clap oh. because that's what they used to do i love that have, member his member <laughs> um have you ever heard of avenue gold q member gold me- that's why Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Avenue Q? I, I have not. Avenue Q was this uh, musical that was like really popular. It was like the Book of Mormon of the early 2000s. Okay, I was going to say, it sounds like, it already sounds like Book of Mormon. Yeah, so, and it was all with uh, puppets. And it's very, very like dirty. I think one of the writers of South Park helped write it. It's or, like early, early, for, for the younger listeners out there, it's like early sausage party. Yes. But with nice. puppets. And it's a musical. I live yeah. for comparisons. Yeah. You, <laughs> I, compare, I live for analogies, I dude. compare my life to everything that's better than me. I've been doing it. <laughs> oh we got real mind, dark. Brady? Hopefully, <laughs> <got> real dark. <laughs> Hopefully there's not much to compare because I'm glad that you, you know, you seem like a swell dude. Trying to find things that are better than you don't come very often. <laughs> yeah. You ever hear that, you know, you ever no, that Prince song? You ever I love that Prince song? Nothing compares to you. That's you. Oh, God. Song's about you. Come on, man. Yeah, dude, I'm not crying. You're crying. Doves don't cry. What is it called? <laughs> the song? I thought it was Doves Don't Fly. 
Wow. I mean, well, we're I mean, fucking big that's, girls don't cry. That's Fergie. <laughs> that's Fergie. We're gonna get some hate. I thought on it was Instagram. pink. We are. It's all right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I like this beer. It was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. it. It tastes like a normal beer. Yeah. And I'm it's a nice refresher it. for what we're about to drink. This <sighs> might be a little bit more. This is definitely going to be um, a lot more going on on your palate. I can forewarn you right now. These beers, and this is what makes this brewery so great, is that they make these beers that are so complex in so many different ways that even, you know, gentlemen like yourselves can taste a lot of different things okay like you know? pain <laughs> suffering i like pain <laughs> what do you got i like what pain. kind of pain do you like be specific any kind of pain any <laughs> any pain at any all pain you ever seen that i think that's from the uh the machinist oh yeah uh, with um matthew mcconaughey yeah, no, it's Christian Bale. What, right? Christian Bale too. No, oh, I'm thinking of something else. Then it's with Matthew McConaughey for sure. But there's uh, there's one of my favorite songs. Um, what's his fucking name? One of those off artist DJ types. Anyway, mm-hmm. he dubs the beginning of the song with that line from that movie. He's like, "Are uh, are you a masochist?" He's like, "I like pain." Be specific. What kind of pain do you like? Any, Any pain. kind of pain. Oh, I dig. That's a cool line. Dig up that on the internet for sure. Is it Dale's Buyers Club? Is that is that the movie? No, no, okay. definitely not. It's right. it's it came out. The song came out before that. So gotcha. Definitely. I'm just trying. I can only name so many Matthew McConaughey movies. It's really easy. Can you imagine if like in Interstellar, they're like, "What kind of pain do you like?" That was a great movie, but so long. Yeah, I actually haven't finished it. Remember, really good. <laughs> remember, we started it and we got we're almost done with it. Americana is awesome. Yeah, I watched The great. Irishman recent re- recently. How was I, that? That was a long movie, but it was great. I, I mean, you've got three it. mobster icons in that movie. That's pretty cool. You I, I want to watch it. You got Pesci, Pacino, and De Niro. I was thinking about watching it today, and I ended up just watching uh, Marriage Story. What the hell's Marriage Story? You have to devote yourself to this movie. It's I mean, it's long. <laughs> it's so, like it's three and a half hours. You know, dude, that is so long. It is long. That's like Lord of the Rings long. It is. That movie was split up on two different DVDs. <laughs> you know, Jimmy. You know, it was, was definitely it? was it two <sighs> different DVDs? On the extended edition. Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> it like three hours and forty minutes? The last Lord Dude, of the Rings. It's insane. It's a lot. Return. And this thing? is a movie about people talking in rooms <laughs> and, and walk and walking. Yeah. So I haven't checked it out. It's like it's. I have it's to, a great story. I might watch though. it tomorrow I mean, morning. Like, I I was my uh my grandfather told me about Jimmy Hoffa who was you know who's in the movie it's kind of who it's about Jimmy Hoffa for the most part and uh the, for me that was super interesting I always loved mobster kind of shit right now I'm watching a show called Reprisal on Hulu my dad's watching that it's awesome he said it I'm like what's it about he says it's about being reprised and I'm like <laughs> All right, Dad. Sounds good, what man. What a dad answer. Dude, I was pissed off. It's not Dude, funny. Dad is great. So dad is phenomenal. That, that uh, reminds me. I want to give your me. dad a crisp high five. Yeah, dude. Those yeah. are the best kind. He's going to be listening to us on the way home, and he's like laughing at himself. Good. He's like, I'm so awesome. Um, that reminds me, though. Uh, so I was in the hospital for like a hot minute, and uh, so I'm not going to like – I'm not going to like get too far into it, but uh, basically my lung collapsed while I was Holy like, doing a surgery. Yeah. So they had, they, <laughs> yeah, I got out of surgery, you know, um, but uh, 
so I had like these tubes in my sides and um, my uncle came over. Uh, so my dad and uh, Pat's dad's brother, oldest brother, my uncle Bill, he came to my hospital room and my dad and I were chilling out and they're all just like shooting the shit. And I got like all these tubes in my sides and I'm just chilling out with them. And then the, my uncle Bill's like, yeah, I started watching this, uh, this show called uh, Castle. And I'm like, and I'm just like, is it about castles? <laughs> and then like, it, it started off as like a small little thing. Like my dad is like, <laughs> and then like my uncle Bill started like laughing really hard. And now we're all just laughing because it's so stupid. But my lung collapsed, so my laughs were coming out horrifically. I, I was, <laughs> I shit you not. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad and my uncle were like, what the fuck? And then like, so now they're laughing hard because I. I'm laughing hard now. It's like an endless thing of laughter. And like, I was in so much pain oh, and, um, but yeah, that just reminded me of that, that fun story. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> anyway. So uh, was, that let's was this fun. baby. Yeah. Let's rate it. Rate it off. Um, start with Jim. Yeah, sure. I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm just going to give it a solid three, like a three solid. Like okay. a, it's like a solid. Cause it's nothing extravagant. It is what it is. It yeah. is what it's it is. I'm good. I actually would say the same thing. It's like a three. It's like a standard beer. Uh, can's cool. Like I like the ele- elephant's missing his trunk though. That's kind of cool. Is that an elephant? The elephant has cut its own trunk off. Look at that. Do you see that? Oh yeah. The can of this is really cool, but it I think just cool. the three for flavor. Yeah. Interesting. I guess they. That's why they call it spiteful. Hey. Yeah. yeah you cut off your nose to spite your face. That is to so spite yourself, funny. Yeah. Crazy. That is actually that's clever. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh my god. That's so funny. Pat. Yeah, come yeah, on, Pat. Okay, okay. Hold on. Pat. Hold on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll go next and then Pat, you can go. No, I said three. Yeah. Oh fuck. I know, right? What are you saying? All right. Um, you know, it's not. I've I've had a lot worse German style pilsners. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I I have. Uh, so I'll give it slightly above what you guys gave it. I'll give it a three point four. What if he's like three point zero five? Three point zero zero zero. Just to spite zero, you guys. Zero, zero. What's pi again? Three point one four four pi. What? I'll give it pi. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, 3.4 out of 5. What is it on the internet? On the, <laughs> on the Look internet. on the internet. What's it on that internet thing? <laughs> What's it say on the app? <laughs> shake that app. Shake uh, that bag. I want you to shake that app. <laughs> All right. Only out of 235 check-ins, 4.8% alcohol by volume, spiteful brewing, schadenfroh. You classy bitch. <laughs> German style pilsner. Uh, 3.64. Oh. 3.64? Get out of here. 3.64. So one point to you. It's not that good. I did and not I'm, like it that much. The looking. price is right. The price is always right. That was right. very Emmett Brown of me. I liked it. I liked that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into this guy. Last one. This is the treat. Uh, by my standards, at least. Um, do you guys like IPAs, pale ales? I do. I've had the okay. uh, Sierra Nevada IPA Pale Ale. What do you think about that? That's pretty good. Okay, this is what's called. Goes, okay, <laughs> this is what's called a hazy style. Hazy. All right. So it's got some hazy color style. to it. 
Um, it is an American pale ale, technically, so I guess you couldn't call it for some people out there a hazy. Okay. But <laughs> he's already going on me. Dude, just like all right. <laughs> this is all right. 5.2 point. 5.2 point. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. They are really intricate. Whoa, these lights, man. <laughs> these lights. <laughs> these lights are getting to me. All right. Um, 5.25% alcohol by volume. Citra Mosaic and Sabro Hopped uh, American Pale Ale by Hot Butcher out of Darien, Illinois. Hot Butcher, again, makes the best IPAs in Illinois. Um, voted, you know, by Folks, a lot of people. Yeah. Um Folks, yeah, folks. This is called The Sands, and I love this artwork. It's one of my favorites by them. They make some of the most killer artwork out there, and I make sure to save all of my cans from them because their artwork is so intricate. Very, It's just unique. It's very unique, and it's done by a guy called uh, Dan Greca or Grezeca or something like that. I okay. It's G-R-Z-E-C-A. He's on uh, Instagram. Anyway, I'll let you take a peek at that uh, can. Let's give, let's give some let's give some uh, impressions on the aesthetics of this can. Describe it for the people out there. Uh, it's like Jim. tan Jim. and no, I call them Jim. Pat, it, it happens. Son all the of time. a bitch. Sorry, it's like t- it reminds me of the old west. It's what hot butcher for the world, or is it called for the world or the sands? The name of the brewery is called Hot Butcher. Oh, for, for the, the world is like their tagline or something. Yeah, uh, that's technically the name of their whole brewery, but they go by Hot Butcher. So it's called The Sands. It's this beer. It's like tan. It's brown. It reminds me of like the desert, the Old West, if you will. It's a guy with a mustache top hat. There's a gun, a pot boiling. It reminds me of a fire, a skull, a knife, some dice. Like People are getting in trouble on this can. You know, people are getting it's, in uh, some tells, trouble. It tells some a story. serious business. It's a business. <laughs> like it says the sands, and it's like written with like a like a pencil, like but it, like jagged. Sort of reminds you of like a rattlesnake tail shaking, like the sands. Kind of kind of reminds it reminds me. What about you, Jimmy? Um, you you nailed it. I mean, described every single thing on the can. Yeah, so like it's on the can. It starts out as like a kind of like a light tan, but then it goes down to like a gradient, like almost like dark gray, a lot of earth tones on the can. The artwork is cool. It's a lot of like cross hatching with the artwork, which cross is kind of cool. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, there's a lot of jagged lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's kind of like a old timey wanted posters, you know? Um, but uh, I feel like if I stumbled upon this into a cave, I feel like I just like found something. Uh, like like the artwork on the wall or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to try this. This looks really good. This is something like up my alley. Yeah, kind of. I'd be like, if I saw this, I'd be like, like just like the can alone. Um, I'd be like, yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna grab this because I think we're kind of we kind of touched on this for like a second earlier. Have the experience of drinking these cool craft beers is like the can like kind of like grabs you. Yeah, and exactly. Even though sometimes the beer you try, um. Like you maybe don't like it, but for some odd reason, like just because you enjoyed the can, you kind of feel like you don't feel cheated out of it. You're kind of like, oh, well, I tried something new. Um, there's like this really one of the cooler cans I've seen. I forget the name of the brewery that that made it, but it's called Punk Punk Rock for Rich Kids. Yeah. And um, it has like Salamoth. Uh, is that Salamoth? Yeah. Yeah. Like that with like that big bear and like the colors that it's like this really cool purplish Salamoth, burgundy. Yeah color on it with like a big bear oh dude it was so cool it's punk rock for rich kids that's a really cool beer um 
but yeah, I dig this. This is cool. Yeah, this is um these guys are pretty exclusive with their beer. They make drops at places like Benny's and other liquor stores and their shit sells out. Like it's gone pretty much before you can even get over to the liquor store. So it's one of those things where you have to like follow them on Instagram or Twitter or wherever your platform is to see when they're dropping, you know, something off and where and you can go and pick up their stuff. Um this is quality uh IPA and pale ale. Let's jump right into it. I'm so excited. <laughs> cool. I've had a rough day, so, so I'm glad we're this, doing this. This I really want you guys to tap in and um and with oh. your with your senses. Oh, it smells so good. It's actually like a different you're pouring it right now, it looks like a different color than I thought it would be. It's very pale. Well, it is hazy color. Um, yeah, it looks it is pale. This smells so good. It's very uh in my opinion, so the head retention is a nice I'll, I'll start this one, guys. Uh, head retention is a nice pinky and a quarter's worth. So, yeah, fat uh, pinky is so just a pinky for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit less. Uh, the <laughs> color is a very bright orange with a, a very nice, um, not overwhelming cloudiness, um, moderate cloudiness like to summertime it. Summertime clouds. Yeah, um, almost looks sure. like almost <laughs> looks like a. Uh, Summer shandy, a little bit, a lighter say, summer shandy. Yeah, this looks like a lion kugels. Yeah. It smells terrific. Yeah, it does. So, smell, oh yeah, it smells fruity. Yeah, so you bring it up to your nose. Now, these are some of my favorite hops. This is why I'm really excited for you guys to try this. Citra is a just a fucking delicious hop that a lot of brewers use. It is exactly how it sounds. You get notes of citrus, uh, bright like bright citrus, a little bit of pininess, right? Okay, and some orange rind on it as well. Now. The mosaic can be a little bit berry or tropical-like, depending on what it what else it's paired with yeast-wise or hop-wise. And then you've got Sabro, which is a newer hop. It's only been discovered in the last, I want to say, two to three years. Oh. And this omits a little bit of coconut, okay? It's very strong uh, coconut flavor. So you get orange, you get a little bit of berry, and you get some pretty distinct coconut with some piney characteristic, a little bit of citrus rind, like you're kind of chomping on a, a an orange rind or a, a lemon rind. Or yeah, a- almost choking. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he eating a whole orange? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's right. take a little sip. So on the nose, oh. sorry, <laughs> sorry. You guys, I know you guys are itching. Dude, you guys are I'm itching. itching so real bad. Quick, real, real quick, yeah, it's what, physically what itching. What are you catching on the nose? What are you catching on the nose? Give me your top three things you're catching on the nose, and then we'll jump into it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I was gonna say taste. It definitely smells citrusy. Yeah, like you think of citrusy, like okay, yeah, maybe not orange, but like something like grapefruit, zest, grapefruit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very oh, good. grapefruit's a great one. Yeah. yeah. Catch that berry at all? A little, like, subtle. like subtle. It's like fresh berry. I'm getting a floor. Yeah, but if the berries were, like, in two rooms away. <laughs> it's two, like... Two yeah. rooms over. It's subtle. It's subtle. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a, like, like, a floral, personally. Floral? I'm getting yeah. a little floral. Yeah, it's all... That's a mosaic, actually, is pretty dominant floral characteristics. Yeah. That kind of uh, fresh-grown flower in a combination with, uh, for me, that sabro. That sabro is... Sabaro? Like, cheese pizza? 
Sephora. <laughs> just kidding. I'm if it kidding. smelled like cheese pizza, I don't think we'd be. Yeah. Actually, we'd probably be into it. I would actually kind of totally drink that. I'm <laughs> drinking cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the grease. <laughs> so no, but, the uh, Sabro, just... you can smell. It almost smells like. Um, now this might deter you guys. It almost smells like sunscreen. I love the banana boat. I love eating banana <laughs> yeah. boat. No, I'm just kidding. I don't banana know if I smell my that favorite though. Flavor. It's just like coconutty. It's very tropical. Very tropical. Coconut Dude. and almost pineapple. Yeah. You could probably Maybe definitely pineapple. smell. I get the pineapple for sure. Coconut a little bit. I uh, when I I make oatmeal and I sometimes put shavings of coconut in it. That sounds delicious. So I, I recognize a coconut. That does sound really good. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Cheers, boys. Little bit of bitterness, but oh, that's light. Really good. Wow, the bat that's when you swallow really it, it's like yeah. a different flavor. It's like fluffy, right? It's very soft. Okay, that, there's no harshness to that. Like, you know, sometimes like it, there's bitterness. Yeah. Now people can conf- confuse um, hoppy with bitter. Okay, so there's a slight bit of bitterness on this, but what you catch it's sweet though. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely sweet. Mm. Yeah, it's intended to and be a good. It's not too sweet. Right. Right. This is balanced. Now this very is well. aged. This is aged, which is great about these beers. They typically don't age well, but Hop Butcher has perfected their processes in such a way that um, this was brewed and canned, or canned at least on um, the sixth of November. Now a lot okay. of a lot of um, hazy chasers is what you call them. Okay. Hazy chasers. I yeah. Like they that. they chase these hazy beers. And they'll um, they'll drink them within two weeks, and they are perpetuating this myth online that you are supposed to drink these within two weeks. But actually, a lot of them, because they are intensely hopped with multiple different types of hops, it's better to let it sit for a while. So that was the sixth. It is now uh, December 9th, 9th, so a little bit over a month, yeah. four week mark. That's what I like to call the wheelhouse for these guys Ooh, like for this that. brewery. Now, is this a lager? No, this is an American pale ale. Okay. We already discussed that like seven times. Stop. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you guys both chugged it. I'll give dude. you some more. Oh, you have dude, more? It's so good. It was, dude, it's easy to drink. It's very smooth. Thank you for being so generous. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Ah, I get the last. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about Hot Butcher? This probably is probably un- unlike anything you've ever had before, right? Yes, it's you're right. It's uh, very complicated. Well, I mean, I've had I feel like citrusy, hoppy beer before, but, but something this, this complex. Complex? No, this is like three things going on. Yeah, and like then, I all very balanced. It's got a secret door in there. It's like yeah. It's, <laughs> hello. It's, yeah, it's a, the balance. Like <clears throat> the fact that it's got all those flavors, and it is bitter and sweet. At the same time. Like you put it in your mouth and you taste one thing and then you swallow it. Bittersweet, baby. Bittersweet. You should call it memories. It's, bit, it's bittersweet. bittersweet. It's bittersweet <laughs> that it's gone right now. I know, right? Well, I got a little bit left. I, I got a tiny bit. I didn't eat my glass. Yeah, cheers one more time, guys. <laughs> Dude, cheers. To the Mouth Breather Podcast and Try Beer Guys Beer Guide. Thank yeah. you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. We're not done. No, <laughs> yeah. of course not. We're no. gonna, we'll are we'll chit-chat, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, of for course, sure. Man. No Thanks worries. for coming on. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. So, what do you guys taste? Oh, what do you guys taste? Is there anything you can make out, like distinctly? You know, you, I feel like you, I feel like you taste the coconut more than you smell it. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Most definitely. Um, that that like sunscreeny but kind of essence. You're banana talking. boat. Like, yeah, like it doesn't taste gross. But it's more like the waft of it. You know, it's yeah. like the waft. It's not like 
like a super dominant flavor profile on your tongue that sits there and you know it's coconut it's more like a you know yeah. like you kind of breathe it it's like you're it's like you're breathing it in you yeah, know? yeah 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 i feel like you taste it on your tongue on this? it's 5.25 i was gonna say it's pretty light it's very light very yeah. light and they do have others that and it's i do have some in my fridge at home uh their most recent release that are a lot of what they release are either you know ipas or double ip mostly double ipas and they typically land you know between 7.5 percent and 10 percent okay okay so those are some of their more heavier in body beers this is definitely a lot lighter in body it's very soft yeah very very soft on the palate you know that that balance that smoothness that you get that mouth the mouth feel is something that people love in this style of beer calling calling it a hazy pale ale or a hazy ipa yeah what makes it hazy is that mouthfeel that how how smooth it is going down how soft it is and people describe it as pillowy as um pillowy pillowy or or soft or cloudy cloud-like you know like just very certainly going down yeah it's easy to drink it's very crazy yeah on the the crushable scale it's a 10 for crushable, yeah, you know, most definitely. <laughs> um, I really dig it because the last like uh, kind of like I'll let you guys keep this can. Oh, dude, thanks. Yeah. No, that's a cool can. Yeah, I save it. all. I save all other cans. I save them. We keep a lot of mementos um, over the years or years year of uh, doing this. Um, but yeah, like one of them I want to get into a little bit later. I do want to like rate this and see like what the interwebs has to say yeah we can do it right now heck yeah i want you to start because you you want me to start yeah um i think i may i haven't done this one before actually so i really love this style um or this beer in general actually i told hot butcher themselves uh via instagram that this was one of my favorite beers that they used sabro in uh because they've used it in many different beers very crushable like you said 5.25 percent yep um, the color is such a vibrant yellow and very murky, which is a very, it's just an appealing look. You know, it, it, it doesn't initially look like something you'd want to drink if you're not used to seeing a beer like that. But once you taste it and you see another beer like this, you're going to be like, Oh, I remember that beer I had. Oh, no, for sure. Let me, let me try this Thank one. You. you know, so, um, the flavors are great. Like you said, you taste more of the coconut than you smell it. Obviously, the aroma is intoxicating almost. Um, very smooth going down. It's Hot Butcher. Everybody, all of my followers know that I enjoy Hot Butcher. A lot of people do. Um, give it a solid 4.5 out of 5. Dude. Dude. Yeah. I would kind of, I would, I would give it like a 4.7. For the same reasons. I just really like beers like this. Okay. Dude, I'm going to give this a 5. I'm going to give it like a... So nothing can exceed five. Dude, I think it's a good beer. Cue the applause, the the fireworks, and the the confetti guns and stuff. Because uh, that's like a... That's a solid beer right there. I really like it. I'm probably going to be... Well, even from this, now I want to like look into their other beers too now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, honestly, a lot of their beers, their IPAs are very similar to this in the hazy sense, that mouthfeel that you get. Yeah. Although the the flavors might be different in terms of like those kind of fruity esters that you get from it. Um, you know, that, that mouthfeel, that smoothness is something yeah. that you're always going to get. And some of them will be... I'll forewarn you. Some of them will be a little bit more bitter than the others because they'll, uh, you know, 
hop them up a little bit more. Yeah. But they use different combinations of hops, which create different sort of flavor profiles. And what gives, like, for example, what gives this that coconutty profile or that citrusy profile is the hops in combination with the yeast strains. That's yeah. how, that's how, you know, that's generally Which, how it Which, like, you could go wrong. Like, it's, right, you could right. easily go wrong. And they've done some that I haven't exactly favored, but it's still just, in, like, pretty enjoyable because of, you know, how drinkable it is. And also, you can just tell that they put their hearts and souls, their craft into this. Like, you have to know that just by tasting it, that somebody, like, worked on this. Yeah, like, I this agree. Is some, this is something, like... Nobody just made this. They they didn't like stumble into it. They right. they they did this. They, they took crack, the time to they, figure out like what would be the best right they flavors crafted for this. this. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. What did I say? Four point five. You said you give it a four point seven and a five. I give it a five. five. No, most people. This is the most untapped. hated beer in America. <laughs> <laughs> the Sands five point two five percent. By Hot Butcher from the World, American Pale Ale. Out of 860 check-ins, it gets a 4.06. All right. A little less than us. I really dug it because I love Sabro as a hop. I love Mosaic as a hop. I love Citra as a hop. Those are all three of my, probably some of my favorite hops. So naturally, it caters to my preferences. For you guys, unlike anything you've ever had before. I mean, yeah, it's like, so I was going to say this earlier. The last, like, kind of... um beer that I could think of that is similar to this, but like not really, it's it, it similar as in the fact that it's the closest thing I could think of. I'm not saying that these beers are similar, just I guess like kind of like in the same family as like uh voodoo ranger, uh, Jucifer, you know, okay. or like, cause that's also a citrus, like IPA, hazy, hazy, hazy IPA. IPA. Yeah. Um, and like, it's good. It's very, um, it's not harsh. It's, it's almost just like sharp. Kind of going, yeah. yeah. So what that's called is hot burn. Oh, when brewers that's a dope name hot burn. When hot brewers, burn. um, because they they do things with uh, the temperature in which they brew the beer. There's a thing called temperature control, and that drastically affects how the beer comes out to taste. So, uh, when they when there's hot burn, that kind of real sharp, almost like too abrasive flavor profile is in a beer, you know that they like kind of burned their hops to a point where it gets that real bitter, yeah, you know, flavor. You can still taste what the hops were intended to be, but it's still real, real, real bitter. Dude. It reminds me, uh, the last beer I had like that was like uh, Goose Island SPF. Okay. It's like passion fruit and pineapple. Yeah, it's a Sophie passion fruit, which is a Belgian style with mm-hmm. passion fruit. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Pretty good, yeah. Um, also, Goose Island has this uh one Belgian called Matilda, yeah, okay. that's been around really for good. years, yeah, that's yeah. really good. Matilda, if you're into Belgians, you know, Matilda, <laughs> Matilda's great, yeah. So, I'm curious, what would you say your favorite type of beer like is? That's an impossible question for me <clears throat> because I like lots of different styles of beer. Um, Best way I can encompass this right now is I like to say that beer is a mood. Yep. Um, in the sense that if you know what beer, uh, you know, a lot of different beer styles are intended to be, then you, whatever your mood is, you can kind of just like gauge it. Like, oh, I'm in the mood for a hazy pale ale from Hot Butcher. Or I'm in the mood for a little bit of a darker, more malty beer. What's that black rye saison from Sketchbook? 
you know, things like that. I hear you. Um, yeah, I would say so, that's accurate. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's very much a mood. Um, you know, so the question of what's my favorite beer, I don't have a particular favorite beer or beer style. Do you have a top five? But I can tell you what I drink the most of. Okay. I drink the most of um, hazy IPAs. Yeah. Hazy pale ales, because for a couple different reasons. One, because I. I will always love the style and I love the complexity of it. There's not really a whole lot of other beer styles that are that complex, you know, and complex enough to where even layman's can, you know, uh, you know, put their tongue on whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, there's also, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where I kind of forgot where I was going right now. So, oh. <laughs> because it already happened. Been there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um yeah, favorite beer styles. Um if I mean, yeah, it's just it's just very much a mood, you know. It, it's no, whatever that. you're feeling. Cuz I like malty stuff too. I love Oktoberfest. Yeah. But I like Oktoberfest in fall. Yeah. You know. Kind of like what I said earlier. I'm a very seasonal drinker, you know, like I can't have like having a Modelo in the wintertime is like kind of weird to me. I don't know, like I, it's doable. But it's just kind of weird. Well, light beer, I feel like anybody can have any time. That's something True. that I could have any time, just like an IPA. Yeah, sure. But do you, Jimmy, do you remember last year when? So I was drinking like Modelo, like it was my job. Modelo or Tecate? Like from. I preferred Tecate over Modelo. Really? Same. Sorry, guys. You guys are missing out. But uh, from like <laughs> March to like all the way to like mid October, I remember just. Taking a sip of Modelo at this bar, and I was like, "Oh man, I think the summer's over. This doesn't, this just doesn't taste. This isn't hitting me." Yeah. And I asked Jimmy, "Like, what do you suggest I drink? Like, I think Modelo's retired for the year, you know?" Yeah. And he goes, "What did you say, Allagash White?" Allagash White is a good like fall beer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wheats, whites, you mm-hmm. know, those so, are all. It just it was just like so funny that it was like I love Modelo. Yeah, in like, summertime, whites and, I was and like, meats. Like. Oh man, I think your mood changed, dude. I was like, "Wow, Beer's it's like fifty mood. degrees, hoodie weather." I'm like, "I think it's done." Yeah, man, we rode that pony though <laughs> <laughs> to the ground. Modelo pony is <laughs> so tired, dude. <laughs> Kill me! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know Modelo's uh, mascot was a pony. It's not. It's not. If it means two lions on the side, um, yeah. I will say this though: as far as like beer styles go, I am a sucker for Belgians. Um, I think my La favorite du Monde is great. I I never even heard of that. Never heard of La Fin du Monde. By <laughs> Uni- it's, called, it's by <laughs> it's by Unibrew. Okay, a brewery called Unibrew, and La Fin du Monde is renowned. It's a nine percent Belgian. That's why I like them because they're always yeah. Belgians are always like really high ABVs. Um, Delirium Tremens has got to be my f- that was Golden awesome. Monkey. You ever had Golden Monkey? Yes, Golden Monkey. Will never knock, had that. It, oh my god, it knocks you on your ass, dude. Yeah, that's like, that one's like ten percent. I think it's it's a lot. Okay. You should try La, insane, you should yeah. try La Fin du Monde. That's a true Belgian. I'll it's, check it out. Yeah. Have you ever had Delirium Tremens? Of course. Yeah. It's yeah. Do you like the red? I haven't had the red. <sighs> I've heard it's really good. It's cherry, dude. It's I've really good. It, for like I've Christmas. heard it's good. It it's like a, isn't it like a Flemish red? Yes. It's I a think, Flemish. I don't red. know I what Flemish so. colors mean. And Flemish is the You're style. Flemish. And Flemish is. The style. We're not talking about inflammation here. I don't know. I don't know what you are talking. <laughs> about. Listen, inflame, inflame our beers. 
into our mouths. I know it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, like that's personally like one of my like favorite beers though. And uh, if you're listening, go try it out or something. Delirium Delirium or something. Or whatever. Or don't. I don't know. Go don't. grab the bottle and try it out. Or something. Or whatever. Um, but yeah, so like Pat, like have you found like a new favorite beer or anything like that? Or are you still sticking to the classics? Um, I, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I do love like like I said, Modelo. I like a lot of lighter beer. Um, Delirium Tremens is probably it's the, up there. That's the wheelhouse. Um, I do like Founders. The Rubeus is insane. You know, early when you said like how many breweries are in like Illinois right the now? The last I checked, which was God. Um, at least six months ago now, it was 191 in the metro area and about 240 in the state. Dude, just think if if you unless my math is wrong, if you just went to every brewery for an hour, it would take you 10 days to like just get to all of them for an hour. Just to chill in there Straight, for an hour. no rest. Yeah, no yeah, rest. no rest, which would be tough because you'd be drinking probably multiple beers at each one. Yeah, you, you wouldn't make it past the first no, four. No, of course no. not. <laughs> I haven't even been to most, and I've been to a lot. You know, I've been to a lot of breweries, but yeah. there's still Think tons. more than half. No, no. Oh, man, and in crazy. the in the especially now, I've I've slowed down with uh, you know my content production and uh, you know just going out to these breweries you know due to my job. But uh, even even when I was going gung ho, it would have taken me like a very long time. <laughs> wow. No, I mean that's crazy, and like it's honestly just like something that's gonna you know keep rising, which is like cool and all. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see like what, especially Illinois brings to the table, especially beer, you know, beer wise. Yeah. I mean, craft beer capital. W-E-I-S-S. <laughs> <laughs> beer vice. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> a little, little beer humor there. Yeah. I like, I like it. it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So here really quick before we wrap up, um, this is a beer I made. Uh, we okay. c- cannot drink it. It's so old. Um, it's like, it's, it's seriously like two years. You had me excited for like a minute. I know. I'm sorry. So (laughs) we cannot drink it. I'm out. Uh, Peace. Um, we briefly discussed this on one of our previous episodes with, uh, Tom Maxina, um, which is, uh, the episode. I can't believe it's not Tommy. A very good episode. Creature from the Cal Sag. I love it. Yeah. Isn't that a cool name? Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy made the stickers himself. Well, so I didn't do the artwork. My cousin Meredith made the artwork, but I did yeah. spend all afternoon bottling or uh, uh, putting stickers on bottles. Um, How did it turn out? I bet you tried it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pat had uh, a few. Yeah, we, we did have a few. Um, it was very good, very chocolatey. That's in Russian Imperial Stout. It okay. was like my first beer I wanted to tackle. Um, and we, it was like a good timing because it was, uh, we, it was all done in March, so it was still, like, cold out. And, like, I think March is, like, a good, like, stout month, you know, because it's, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's uh, like, St. Patrick's Day is always, like, kind of, like, Dude, I actually with drink stouts, like, all year long. It's just a matter of how long, I mean, you know, like, how often I drink stouts. Yeah. Not a whole lot. But I don't I drink stouts, like, in the summer, but my buddy makes a fair argument that, like, it's, like, do you eat ice cream or drink a chocolate milkshake? It's, like, it's, it's relatively the same, like, kind of, like, the same idea 
that you know drinking a stout in the summer is like in that respect it could be like somewhat refreshing yeah if you're drinking it in an air-conditioned room yeah you know exactly. if you're, if you're outside. outside if you're outside on a patio with a bunch of smokers and you know fried food you're not going to want to be drinking a, yeah. a fucking just like sweating 14 percent 14 percent russian imperial stout yeah. with chili peppers and orange zest and nutmeg and leather shoes and so <laughs> and, cila- and, cil- and cilantro and marshmallows and fucking whatever else we can find in this dis- room disco lights and <laughs> and a human toe <laughs> <laughs> like your bed sheets. <laughs> and and Jim's one curl on his head right My now. One curl. <laughs> your J curl. My J curl. Pat likes the J curl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that beer turned out really good. It it was a high ABV. It was like I kinda I kinda messed up because I added like too much uh like either like malt or like sugars or something because it came out to like oh god. I think it was like the twelve to f- 14 <laughs> percent like it was yeah. it's 12 percent is still like in the range of, a, of an imperial stout but 14 percent 13 14 that's that's it's like a barrel a- that's like a barrel aged beer yeah and you probably would like reach a level of astringency where it was like you know kind of tart yeah it, but it was good um it definitely did the trick you only needed a couple yeah, oh so, yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to brew again soon. We, I just need to get the space to do it, and like all, like I, I, I have a, I have a guy for the equipment. But uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I do want to start brewing again because that was so much fun. Let's, let's brew some beer, man. We should. We, I want me, you, you got to meet Tom. Okay, dude, Tom, you, you and Tom would get along very well Check too. He's a brewer at uh, Arrow. No, no uh, uh, Trail Trails Edge. Trails Edge Brewing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where's that at? Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I vaguely know the name. Yeah, no. Very vaguely. It's yeah, awesome. We got the uh, the growler over there. You can check it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. But uh if you can believe it, Pat, this was for us episode fifteen of season two. It's awesome. Yeah, we're we're nice. we're trucking through. Making it dead. Fuck yeah. yeah. No, but uh d- thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. This was live review number ninety five. Yeah. i think i don't know uh thank you guys for coming on this was a lot of fun um i wish we could have got the video but it's almost better that we didn't and make a fool of ourselves people people are just better off yeah this this was great um shout out to bitter pops for again for the advent calendar box um i'm sure my guests here are pleased with it as well um shout out to hot butcher of course yeah Yeah. and uh, you can check brady out it's chai beer guy that's right um, shy beer guy. I'm on Instagram, shy underscore beer underscore guy. Uh, pretty much on anything else is shy space beer space guy, and that's shy C H I is in Chicago, not as in I'm shy. Obviously, if you're <sighs> listening all the way through, thank you guys for that. Um, but I'm obviously not a shy person. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh yeah, um Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, uh Twitter, TikTok even. Um nice. Yeah, uh not a whole lot on going on on my end, just kind of working. Um I'll be moving closer to to the city in a couple of months and Shoot. uh gearing up my my content projection. I've got a lot of ideas that I still want to get out there, so um, again, thank you guys. Oh yeah, thanks for coming on. This is so much fun. Crossover episode. Crossover. Love it. Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. You know, remember that? 
Yes. Or like when Crash Bandicoot and Spyro traded games for the Game Boy Advance back in like 2003. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Breathing aggressively. You know, you know what, what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well my That's name, like uh, that here. reminds me of Hey Arnold. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, for like sure. uh I forget the kids. Uh, <sighs> right. Yeah, um, stoop kid never leaves a stoop. stoop. <laughs> I love that show. Great, show. but uh, my name is Jim Egan. My name is Pat Egan. My name is Brady Potts. And this has been Mouth Breather Podcast, episode fifteen. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check out all of our respected social medias, and once again, don't forget to pod on. All right, hashtag Drink Chicago Beer as well. You should definitely do that. The whole thing is a hashtag. <laughs> this, this is still the hashtag. <laughs> it's all together. <laughs>